TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Well, time for head trauma. Time for head trauma. Just that radio. Did you like that? Was that a good intro? Yeah, I mean, I had a bad one in mind. Okay, Please. so mine was, well, it's the big fish. <laughs> I like yours better. <laughs> no, yours had more, way more, uh, more effort put in. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, first and foremost, your boy's back. I have burst through the, as my brother calls, the little bit of snow, which actually was an entire ice grid, ice over the energy grid. Bro, I had so much ice on my driveway, I could have ice skated. I could have ice skated on my driveway. Wow. Nonetheless, wow. nonetheless, Elsa has left the building. <laughs> the sun is out and shining. The tundra has melted. <laughs> the tundra has melted. This is the part of the of Frozen when um when uh oh my god, what is his name? Whenever Olaf. the the little Olaf, thank you, sings about in summer. <laughs> Cuz it's sometime it's sunny again. But yes, you're listening. This is Chair Shot Radio. Happy Thursday. Happy head trauma. Midweek mainstay, your boy Ray Cash, aka Rance. Got mags with me, the big fish. The group, the reunited, and it feels so good. <laughs> yeah, when you when one of the, the the group misses a week, it feels like forever. When you when you get to speak to him, you get like you get like nervous, like oh my god, we've got so much to talk about, and then a big news story drops in our laps, and then it take, takes over absolutely everything. It, and you're so true because it is funny because last week was one of the shows I've been looking forward to the most because I was right about Adam Cole turning on Undisputed Error for months and I, Mr. I Mr. Kirkby, you are right. I still do not think you are right because both times since Adam Cole did the 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 kick heard round the world, he has worn Undisputed Error gear. I don't think Undisputed Era is over. I think Kyle O'Reilly is the one coming away from Undisputed Era. That's what I said the whole time. I told you that oh. the whole time. Yeah, but it doesn't mean the end of Undisputed Era. That still continues as a three-man faction. What I said. So my prediction to you was: see, and you know, and you know, insert old days joke here. Uh, I. <laughs> I told you Adam Cole was going to turn on Kyle mm -hmm. and Kyle was going to be the one to leave the era. Mm -hmm. That's what I always yeah. thought because Kyle, Kyle, oh, only ones are, that could be on their, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. I said, then you are correct, Nostradamus. 
Thank you, sir. That's all I've been wanting. I just want I just want a little bit of acknowledgement. I, I just want recognition. <laughs> Speaking of recognition, uh let's talk about the topic of it. We look, we we had a list of stuff we were gonna talk about for like weeks. So if you if you've ever worked with Mags, the one thing you will know is my man is prepared. Always. Never unprepared. And I love that about him because I'm not. I am a day of guy or a day before guy. We have a list of like five different top, five different show day topics to talk about. That went in the trash because can't call him the big show no more. Paul White decided to up out of nowhere and sign with AEW, not only as an in-ring competitor at 49 years old, but he's going to be the lead commentator or Play by, yeah, commentator, I guess is good to say. He's not play by play. He's the uh, the color guy on a brand new show, also on YouTube. <laughs> this is okay. Called AEW Dark. What's what is it? What's the superlative? Elevation. Elevation. Thank you. And certainly not NXT Evolve, or certainly not done to jump on that bandwagon. And look first. Look, I want you. In fact, you go first because I'm about to tear all this shit down. So you go first. Okay. I mean, this little this news dropped what 45 minutes ago, if that. Um, yeah, if, if that. And yeah. for the record, yesterday I noticed he changed his Twitter handle. Yes, and also this morning uh, he was switched over to the alumni section of uh, of the WWE website, so, but. Normally, when that happens, there's a there's a lot of kind of rumors or people start second guessing. Uh, nothing happened like that with Big Show today. Nobody nobody said a single word about it. So this has come absolutely out of the blue. Uh, for me personally, I would have had Big Show as one of those handful of wrestlers who was WWE for life. I felt that he was going to be. Um, backstage producer, road agent, um, ambassador, something like that with the deals that he had with Netflix and the Big Show show with the amount of uh, WWE movies that he's done. I thought he was there for laugh. Uh, so when this news dropped about 45 minutes ago, wrestling Twitter has been set on fire. Um, yep. It's Regular it's, Twitter. Yeah. I mean, this this went to number one trending in, in a, an actual minute. In 60 seconds, this was number one trending. This is massive, a massive, it's a big move um, for AEW. Um, my views on it, uh, I mean, there's, there's definitely two camps on wrestling Twitter. There's uh, one camp saying, that, oh, it's, it's typical AEW signing old uh, uh, WWE cast-offs. Uh, I don't want to see Big Show wrestle or uh, bringing in the old guys. And then there's the other people who are... Who are this is massive. This is cool for Big Show. Good on him for for like knowing his worth and wanting to to test the waters. And I think I'm in that second group. I think this will be huge for AEW. Uh, another huge name, another huge character. Um, I think it's a cool cool move. I'm interested to see where they go with it. He's certainly heart me up for uh, Dynamite this week, which I was pretty nonplussed about. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see see what what's going on. So I like, of course, I have my own hot takes and my own personal opinions, and I'll say them. But I like to think of things like this analytically. So I'd like to break these thing down, this thing down from three perspectives: from show's perspective, 
from AEW's perspective, actually four, from show's perspective, AEW's perspective, WWE's perspective, and the fans, okay? I'll start with the fans' perspective only because I'm going to give my thought process. Mm-hmm. My thought process is you fumbled the bag, homie. And what I mean by that is he didn't fumble the bag in terms of he got... There's, there's, there's getting the quick buck and there's getting the long-term money, right? What I mean is, I hope, I truly do, for as much as you guys think that I'm an AEW hater, I'm not. But I really hope AEW is a long-term entity and has long-term viability because it's only better for the business. However, we don't know that yet. We know they're good for five years because that's as long as the deal is set. We don't know if they're going to be 70 years like the WWE or not, right? We know for a fact that WWE will be here long after we're gone because they were here long before we were here. Every single minute of Big Show's entire wrestling career has been has been under the purview of the WWE or a WWE-owned entity, WCW or ECW. Mm-hmm. So while this, I'm sure he's getting paid handsomely because he's going to wrestle too. While this bag may be your big, your last big bag, you go, you were gonna get paid until you died, based on the on the on the GP that of your name and what you did for the company, because you'd be a brand ambassador and they'd bring you in for this or that. The TV shows you had under the purview of the WWE that's gone, because the mm-hmm. Big Show show was a WWE produced show. That's over. All the movies you've been in, majority of them have been WWE produced because they were your employer or independent contract or whatever it is, right? So my my thought is you took the quick money and the quick happiness against the long-term happiness. Now, I don't begrudge anybody for doing that. And I'm happy for him personally, but I just don't I don't, I don't think the move is smart in any stretch of the imagination. So yeah. We'll 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 break that down a little further. Do you want to retort to that, or you want to break? Down? Yeah, um, I mean, we don't know what what Big Show is thinking. I personally do not think his sole ambition is what money he's going to make out of it. Uh, I know, or I, I assume that this guy is set for life in terms of money. He came in to WWE what twenty three years ago on a huge contract. That's probably got huger and huger over the over the time. I think he's set for money. I'll tell you I, this: if he's not, he's an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe this is a case of him not uh, WWE creative not having a lot for him in terms of being in the ring, and he doesn't think it's time to hang it up yet. AEW offers that that option. He's seen the likes of Jericho go over, he's seen the likes of FTR go over and 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 really get a lot of uh, ring time. See Matt Hardy go over and, and be be uh, utilized a lot more. Maybe that's that's what he's looking at. Maybe he's looking at being um a, a big star again. Well that well <laughs> you lost me. Everything you said I was like yeah maybe that big star again nah bro so let's break this down. <clears throat> from, I guess I can't call him Big Show anymore, from Paul White's perspective, right? I think that there, A.W. is a new dog on the block, right? A.W. is, as Kyle says, and this is a joke, four marks, by marks, right? 
you know, because the boys are have the book and it's it's um the 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 wrestlers company, right? Because we you can do what you whatever. Oh, for wrestling. Exactly. I truly believe that what you said about that is true. I I think he I think he sees AEW. I think he in, in, enjoys the product, which a lot a lot of people do. I think he sees so many young people there, especially for a guy like him. So many young big men, Wardlow and Cage ain't young, but you know what I mean. You know, but so many. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say Cage Cage ain't young, Archer ain't young, <laughs> Luchasaurus ain't young. <laughs> like, but you get my point, right? There's yeah, there's yeah. big guys to work with. Um, and you know if he could come in and help and get some money while he's doing it, cool. I I so I think there's part of that, but part of me questions in breaking this down. And if I'm wrong, call me out, please. You know the reason that you don't wrestle in WWE isn't solely Vince. The reason you stopped wrestling in WWE is because you wanted to, <laughs> because you realized you didn't have it anymore, not talent wise, your body. You've had like 17 surgeries in your career, like five of which in the last handful of years. You know, you came back and you had some good matches. And like, but you, you, at least from what it seemed like he was saying from his own mouth, was content with helping the boys. So it 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 rubs me the wrong way when if he would have been announced as as he's signing to be a backstage presence and a commentator, and he just happened to come in the ring once or twice, like somebody goaded him, cool. But the way you're introduced means something to people because that's how you'll be remembered. All I'm going to remember from now on is, man, Big Show going to have to wrestle. And, it's, yeah. and it makes me feel the same way I feel about Sting, which is I am already out on that because I know what it entails. Yeah, I mean, I've got the, the, the press release right here and I can read it pretty much verbatim. It says, uh, Paul White is one of the most recognisable and impressive professional athletes in the world, said Tony Khan, CEO and GM and head of creative of AEW. <sighs> That's a towel. Uh, he wanted to come to you AEW can give because... Yourself, he gave it to him. You can give yourself the title <laughs> when you own the company. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he wanted to come to AEW because he believes that we're the best promotion in wrestling and we believe that he has a lot to offer us both in the ring as a wrestler and also outside the ring as a com commentator, host and ambassador for AEW. Oof. So, yeah, the guy, I mean... You see my point? Yeah. I, I I totally I do understand, and you you've also got to remember that the AEW uh, in ring style is a lot more um, hard hitting than the WWE style. Um, so any kind of that physical damage he's gone through is just going to be uh, exacerbated by uh, wrestling the AEW way. But I mean, I'm never going to be someone who counts another man's money. Uh, I'm never going to be this someone who knows who, what headspace they're in. If he uh, as as happily accepted this uh, this deal, I'm I'm behind him. I think it's a big move for the company. It really should. It puts. Um, it, it, well, it's clearly shown on wrestling Twitter that uh, it's it's turned a lot of people's heads. Will this be able to get them over that million uh, million uh, listener mark? Who's to say? But it's certainly an interesting move. It's a well, shot across about, the bow. It's definitely but, a shot across the bow. Well, yeah. Anytime somebody goes from one company to another, 
in a well, you know, it's not the Wednesday night, Wednesday night war, it's the Wednesday night skirmish, it's the Wednesday night sissy fight, right? But uh, let's talk about the perspective of AW because I'm confused, I'm massively confused, and uh, maybe this is a good conversation because you seem to be a lot more, a lot higher on it than I am, and I don't want to seem like I'm against it. I don't like it, but I'm not against it because, again, like you said, Big Show, Paul White has entertained me since I... The very the reason I started watching wrestling was I saw Hulk Hogan and the NWO beat the hell out of the, out of the Giant in, like, 96. So if, if the Giant isn't there, I might not be watching. So I, I love the Big Show. So I'm happy for him personally. Get the bag. Get your happiness. Live your life. Life is too short. But from just from a sensical point of view, I don't like it because it doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand why it makes sense to AEW either. And let me explain what I mean. I again I'm a big person on I I I'm a big person on I believe you tell me who you are, I'll believe you. Right? Unless your actions show me different, and then I'm gonna hold you to what you said to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. Every single solitary word out of Tony Khan's mouth, Cody Rose's mouth, Brandy Rose's mouth, Nick Jackson's mouth, Matt Jackson's mouth, eventually Kenny Omega's mouth, even Chris Jericho's mouth, even John Moxley's mouth, everybody's mouth involved with this company. All I've heard is alternative, different. We are not here to be like WWE. We are here to give you something different. We are here to I've gone that nauseum on my show, The Edge, even in Callum's, about all the promises they gave when they had their rallies, right? And the rallies were all equal pay. That shit ain't true. The women are as important as the men. That shit clearly ain't true. The uh, we're, we're focusing only on new talent. We don't want to hire WWE talent. That shit clearly ain't true to the point where he's actually come out, Tony Khan, and addressed saying that, saying, nah, man, things change. So... You've, I get signing Jericho. That was that was integral to to the business. I get signing Moxley. Moxley was one of the biggest stars in the business before he even got to AEW. I get that. And if we're keeping it a buck, John Moxley is drastically different than Dean Ambrose. If for no other reason, he cares now. Okay. I even get signing FTR, right? But then you're going to sit here and you're going to... The Sean Spears shit was stupid. But you're going to sit here and you're going to tell me now that we bring in Matt Cardona, a.k.a. Zack Ryder, for a cup of coffee. That shit don't work. He gone. Now we're going to bring in Sting? Right? We're getting... I mean, in fact... Ironically, they may even do an episode where Sting does get a cup of coffee because he's done pretty much everything else. It's like they announce everything that he does. Uh, Sting is interviewed. Sting is interviewed again. Sting comes out to be interviewed. But I haven't talked about all the all the old heads they've got, which again is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. But Jake Roberts, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, Dory Funk was there last week. Um, Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko. All these people, right? All of this. Billy Gunn. Bill, <sighs> Billy Gunn and all seventeen of his kids, apparently. <laughs> But so you got Sting and now you got the big show. And it's like, what are we doing? And you have two hours on national television and then you put everything else on dark. 
So that's my other qualm. And I know I got a lot I'm giving you to retort on. I'm sorry. But my other qualm is Dark is not canon. You can't tell me it is. You can't tell me it is. Because you don't even talk about Dark on the TV show. So now you got, now Dark is already Sunday Night Heat. Now you're giving Sunday Night Heat a Sunday Night Heat? It's a jacked. I don't, it's a I don't, I'm like, I don't, it's Shotgun Saturday Night. <laughs> I don't understand what this does for depth for AEW. And uh, call me jaded. I love the Big Show. I think the Big Show is one of the few wrestlers that anybody over the age of, of 25 knows. Don't even don't even know what company he works for. They know that's the Big Show. They it's clearly, he, my man got a Netflix show, right? My man is a celebrity. Like, my man hangs out with the biggest of the biggest celebrities. So I get the fact that he's popular, but he what he does nothing for your company. I, maybe I'm just tripping. Wow, I mean, you you are missing one one vital point. We finally get to see oh, Big Show versus Shaq. Come on, the the Dude. match the match we've been waiting twenty years for. You really think Shaq gonna wrestle two matches for AEW, <laughs> bro? Uh, I mean, if if, they, if, if Shaq they don't wrestles, do it now, I'm disappointed. If Shaq wrestles two, if Shaq wrestles twice for AEW this year, he'll wrestle more than Goldberg, <laughs> and uh, and be on a bigger contract probably. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get your point. And will it shift um, uh, viewing figures? I mean, I hope it will. Uh, I hope I hope it'll do something for Big Show because I like Big Show. He's he's always come across as one of the uh, the most least problematic, uh, one of the coolest people in wrestling. Um, so good on him. And as to all the promises with AEW, that for me, that ship has sailed. Um, they they are they, there's no way about. About they 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 are WWE 2.0. They are tempted to be WWE, uh, and there's this just just rubber stamps that for me. Um, so all those promises that they made about being sports orientated, about wins and losses uh, mattering, about putting focus on on the women's division, um, the only one that they've they've kept true to their word is focusing on tag teams. Yeah, uh, all the all yep. the rest has been typical. Uh, Carney speak, it's been tell the fans what they want to hear and uh, six months down the line we'll, we'll slowly drop it um, and and the the AW stands are a bit in hook, line and sinker I get it, they're getting the product that they enjoy um, they're getting their WWE alternative it's cool, I watch AW anyway so I'm I'm happy that, um, that there is a more product I'm not going to, this is not going to make me want to watch Dark uh, NXT evolve evolution evaluation whatever revolution whatever it gets called because I don't have time to watch two hours of dark on YouTube I ain't gonna have time to watch another two hours of the people who can't make dark <laughs> who can't then make dynamite um for me, it's, it's a little bit too much too soon. Um, there's no uh, rhyme or reason behind it for me. But Big Show's getting a, a sack of money for doing it. So 
for for me, good on him. Uh, I'm more interested in it, the the kind of uh, shock waves of it. This is like a yeah. big move. This is what AEW should have been doing from the start. Don't tell lies about you are go- not going for WWE talent. Actively go for those WWE talents. You want to make this into uh, you want to be a viable alternative. Do what Eric Bischoff did. You go for those big names. You go for those big stars. You make this a war. Don't don't uh, creep in the back door and say, yeah, we, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do it. And then do it anyway. Make it a war. If that's what you want to do, go for it. Oh, I felt cleansed now. It felt good, didn't it? <laughs> so let me let me let me hit the, let me hit you with this. I believe it's this week. If I'm wrong on the week, I apologize. Somebody will correct me. But I apologize if I'm wrong. But um, I believe this week, Riho and Thunder Rosa are who are in the tournament, the the women's eliminated tournament, whatever it's called, to get the number one uh, contender for Sheeta's uh, championship. Mm-hmm. They're not on Dynamite. They're doing a special Bleacher Report special. Where they're gonna wrestle on actual Bleacher Report, not BR Live, which is only American based, but Bleacher Report, which proper, right? But Brandon Cutler versus Jake Hager is on Dynamite. Now, Rio and Thunder Rosa are two of their biggest stars and in, in name value. I don't quarter hour rate I, ratings are bullshit, but quarter hour rate quarter, quarter hour ratings are even more bullshit because there's no yeah. Whatever. But if you go by that, Riho's the biggest star in the company because the quarter hours are crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So we already are fighting putting deserved people on Dynamite. Correct? Correct. Now you bring in a guy who's going to be making at least a million dollars a year. At least, right? He got to be a part of this. Just in the same vein that 15 minutes every week are, are essentially ruined because Shivani got to interview Sting every week about some bullshit. And every week, until last week, Team Taz comes out and they to act scared of a 55, 57-year-old man, right? And finally, Cage powerbombed the hell out of him. But So that's 15 minutes gone out of two hours, right? Not Big Show going to have to have a, a segment of something, right? So it's like you already don't have space for the guys that are, you got now. I mean, the guys I'm not particularly bothered about. Um, it's the, the ladies. It's as simple as that. Oh, hell, the people. The people. Yeah. You don't got time mm-hmm. for the people you got now, then. I, forgive me for making it gender-related. You don't have time for the wrestlers that you mm-hmm. have now on Dynamite. You know what I'm saying? I mean, going back to last week's episode, uh, Rio versus Serena Deeb was outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. It was it was for me uh, by far the best match of of that week uh, across all promotions. I, I loved that match. But then we also got um, Luther against Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Yeah, and we got Cody. That's important. Yeah, and then we got Cody and Brandy coming out to tell us that they're having a baby girl. I mean, props to him with Pyro. Yeah, I. I but that all that time could have been used up to put one of another female match on from this and really important tournament that you're actually having. But no, they get shoved onto onto YouTube again. Um, we had all this issue before, um, and with with the Bleacher Report thing that you, that you mentioned, 
there was a um, some news came out about it, and I can't for the laugh in me uh, remember where I saw it, but it basically said AEW knew that they would catch heat for putting Rio versus Thunder Rosa on on that, but they they wanted the 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 the, the relationship with Bleacher Report uh, to to be like furthered. So yeah, I just don't get it. These are sort out. I mean, nobody's going to. Or they are not going to get any new eyes to come and watch AEW because they put Rio versus Thunder Rosa on Bleacher Report. It's as simple as that. It really is. They should have put a uh, a bigger match on there to maybe draw in casual fans, uh, something like someone like Moxley or someone like Jericho, and and draw them in, and then put uh, Rio versus Thunder Rosa in a big spot on Dynamite where your actual fans are there watching, not. You have to jump through another hoop, sign up to another um, uh, network to be able to watch that match. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. And it's even more stupid when you hear the thought process that they want to create or cultivate their relationship. You know who owns Bleacher Report? Would it be TBS by any chance or TNT? TNT, Turner Sports, owns Bleacher Report. So you ain't got to work to make that work. You already have the deal. So it's just it's just stupid. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. I repeat, it's just stupid. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, it is what it is. I'm not a booker of a company. I don't have billions of dollars to own one. So I can't. I, I all I can tell you is how stupid it is. But apparently, you can do what you want when you own money. Um, I do want to hit one more thing, and we're gonna take a break. Um, I want to hit you. You touched something that made me think. Um, and by the way, uh, sp- live 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 show, right? I remember one other thing I wanted to say. I was talking with a friend of mine who is an ardent AEW fan, actually host a very popular AEW podcast. And uh, we had a, a good little discussion the other day. And he doesn't understand why people complain so much about the women being on, dyna- on dark or th- these um, tournaments being on dark. And his reasoning was YouTube has more people accessible to it than TNT. And I was like, you're correct. The issue, my brother, is not, however, accessibility or availability. It is importance. Mm -hmm. The importance of these YouTube shows are not shown simply by the fact that the actual main show that all the big stars show on, that's, that's promoted, that money is spent behind, doesn't mention anything that happens on those shows. You get a ticker. So, you just get the ticker at the bottom of the screen. Exactly. So that's so that's that. Moving on to the, the something that you that you made me think about. You, we all know that they played the carny game and they told us what they wanted, what we wanted to hear, and then they flipped it and did what they wanted anyway. You said that they should just go full Eric Bischoff and do what make what makes sense, right? They're really starting to come off very WCW TNA esque. Is that a good thing? Really starting to come off, or was that from the beginning? I mean, well, they always were from the beginning. But it's one thing you you can flip it when the only old guy you got essentially is Jericho. You can make us believe, ah, oh, well, you know, the young bucks would never have been on. I, I get it, but there is no excusing it now when ninety percent of your show is Sting, Jericho. Moxley, Cody Rhodes, uh, you know, like you can't really, Shivani. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't really flip it anymore. Jake Roberts is is with uh, uh, Archer. Like, you can't. Oh, like- Tully Blanchard. Tully Blanchard is wrestling this week. Tully Blanchard. So you can't flip it anymore. But no. is that a good thing? Is and, and going going forward, do you because both WCW failed horribly at the end of their run because of those decisions. Again, quick money, long money. They took the quick money and they ran out quick, right? They had 80, 83 weeks where they were on top. And as soon as they lost it, it was it wasn't even a full year and a half after they were gone. Maybe maybe two, right? TNA, the cockroaches. But they've had to literally revamp and be sold twice. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? To still it changed their name like three times. To be they're not even a viable company. They're just existing. Is that a good path to follow? I mean, if you're going to follow that path all the way from start to finish, absolutely not, because you can see what's going to happen. But if you're going to take elements of what WCW did and and work them into the 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 way you produce a show, then I'm all all down for that. I mean, as much grief as we give um, WCW for how they went down, they lost millions and millions year on year. They were very, very influential in the, in the product that we saw, not only in WWF at that time, but in the product we still see now. I mean, it was B- Bischoff and WCW that pushed for um, 12 pay-per-views a year. It was Bischoff uh, that was pushing for live TV. It was Bischoff that was pushing for more reality-based uh, uh, wrestling and in- introducing uh, uh, more celebrities and trying to get that mainstream crossover. What fell down was he didn't produce enough stars to keep that running once the the old guys got too old. Add add to that the fact that uh, the storylines just got so convoluted and and the the factions just had way too much uh, power and it just didn't make a lot of sense. That's where it started to falter. Um, If AEW can take the good parts of what WCW did, and weed out the kind of bad parts. I think it's it is really good for the business. And the the truth is, we have needed a competitor for WWE for a long, long time. It's as simple yeah. as that. And AW are making moves to be that competitor. Um, are, are are they going to be able to keep that and sustain it for a long time? Who knows? This is a company what's what two years old now. Um, yeah. Let's let's revisit that in three to five years and, and see if, if they're still there. Uh, but right now, they, they are shaking up the rest of the world. They are making moves and, and they, they're making even casual fans sit up and go, oh, that looks cool. So, you speak of competition, let's take a quick break and when we come back, we'll run through how this affects WWE and the fans and then we'll get on out of here. Uh, so yeah, we'll be right back. While we're on break, go to ProWrestlingTeams.com slash the chair shot, buy some stuff. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? 
Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc so we are back with paul white discussion here on chair shot radio head trauma that's crazy paul white discussion on chair shot radio like in 20 motherfucking 21, we're talking the big show. It's mad- hey, madness. It's madness, but you know what? In in the wrestling business, whatever you got to do to get noticed is what you got to do. So before we went on break, you talked about the competition that uh, AEW has created. And it is a strong, very viable competition. Let's talk about that a little more. And, and let's... Um... Oh, I've just got some... Bigger news. Oh, breaking news. And this is literally breaking. Uh, it was posted from the source three minutes ago. It's official at WWE. The wrestling world will change forever. Hashtag big box office boudreaux. Hashtag destroyer of gods. My dude, Parker Boudreaux, long-time mutual, has officially signed for WWE. You get get rid of the big show now. You've got his uh, ready-made replacement right there. He's not his replacement. He's Brock Lesnar's replacement. They're the same person. Just different generations. <laughs> I mean, they, they might do a, a, a who's your pappy uh, uh, angle with uh, Brock now. Ooh. Eddie and Ray. Uh, where the fuck was Vicky? <laughs> well, breaking news, y'all. Hey, and Parker Boudreaux is the homie. Uh, he does. He follows us. He he is very responsive. One of the few guys you'll meet on Twitter that will actually talk to you, and yes. I think that's dope. So shout out to him, man. I nothing but success for him. 
And if Steve Ball was coming up, I don't know if they strong if they shotgun him all the way to the main roster in NXT. I wouldn't you, I wouldn't hate seeing him in the Evolve destroying people for a year. No, I think that'd be a good place for him. But you can't tell me Vince hasn't seen his face and he's and he's looking gone. Damn it, pal! I need him on Raw. He's the whole reason we got signed. I, I'm yeah, I imagine of course. But I mean, the kid got to learn how to bump first, right? <laughs> With hope. The, the guy plays uh, plays football. He can take a shot. Fair enough. Um, while we're on the subject of WWE, I, I do want to talk about how Big Show, Paul White, uh, leaving the WWE, I want to look at it from the WWE's perspective and, and how, if any way, it affects WWE. And my first thought in thinking of it is a lot of people are scared to do something until they see somebody else that they know do it. Mm-hmm. So Jericho leaving gave, I'm I'm sorry, Cody leaving gave Pac the strength to say I ain't, I can't deal with this no more. Yeah, both of them leaving gave Jericho the ability. Well, Jericho don't count because Jericho's gonna do what Jericho wants to do. But those three, especially Jericho leaving, gave Moxley the gumption to say, Nah, I'm good, man. Moxley leaving gave FTR the gumption to say, Nah, this ain't for us no more. And these things happen. Sting leaving maybe gave the idea in Big Show's mind to say, well, no, I don't have to just sit here on my Legends contract. Do you think Big Show leaving, as you started off the show by saying a WWE lifer, right? Do you think that this will affect anybody else possibly wanting to go? Or will it affect WWE in any way? Yeah, I think um, my first initial thoughts were this is massive because you didn't expect Big Show to go anywhere else. Uh, you expect him to be part of the backstage team at, at WWE. So that is just a massive move. And how many other WWE laughers are going to be looking and going, yeah, he's he's there making making money, back on TV. He's going to be doing big things. I'm stuck here in catering. Uh, I'm, I'm not getting utilised. I think I, I've still got it. How many of those wrestlers are like, yeah, this 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 is an option now. This could be an option. Um, yeah, I, th- I think this may be the first of quite a few, and I don't mean little names. I mean big names to 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 cross the to cross the forbidden door. I think it's less of a deal for current active wrestlers. No, absolutely more. I think the, it's the older ones. Yeah, and the w- reason CW I- style. It was one hundred percent. The reason, but the reason I think so to kind of expound on that is, AEW's gaining a reputation of 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 nothing else of being a company that takes care of the older generation, mm-hmm. right? They bring these guys in to talk or to have things. You see, they have Greg Damon Valentine was there for uh, the dog collar match between Cody and the rest of the piece of my boy Brody Lee. The Funks were there. Dory Funk and his wife were there last week. You know, they got so many people behind the scenes. Tully Blanchard's on screen every week. Arn Anderson is the coach on screen every week. The Malenko runs things backstage, right? You know, Jake Roberts. So many of these old heads are, like, thriving and, and being utilized in a way that I would think would be almost jealousy-inducing to maybe some of these other guys that are sitting at home. Mm-hmm. Just getting paid two hundred thousand dollars to just be at home, or however much they get paid on a legit yeah. contract. I'm assuming. I think that 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 will be a legit thing. Like, 
if Ric Flair's daughter wasn't a top four star in the company, Flair would have been AEW a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that guy had no loyalties. <laughs> he went to TNA and he was uh, farting for his, his WWE legends, uh, his WWE Hall of Fame rings and stuff like that. Yeah, he, he's had as much loyalty as, as Hulk Hogan did. Um, Damn, but... I forgot that. That was for the ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think right now, uh, and somebody posed a question on Twitter, out of all the roster, I think there's only Charlotte Flair who I would say might not jump. Uh, because now Big Show's done it, all bets seem to be off. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a, a, a massive, massive move for me for AEW. And I th- it, it it seems to me that it comes across that when they speak with Tony, he doesn't have a particular role in mind for the people who he brings in. It seems that he has a talk with them and, and ask them what, they could bring to the table, and maybe that's what's influenced uh, Big Show. He's uh, he's able to put his own input into um, into commentary, into uh, backstage, into wrestling. Um, maybe it's the fact he feels that he's going to be appreciated there at uh, AEW. He's going to be utilized more. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't like I said. I don't want to count the man's money. I don't want to speak for his man. But there's got to be reasons why this has come out. Why he's for. I've been at WWE for half of my wrestling career, more most of my wrestling career. I'm now going to make that jump. There's been something there that has, has convinced him to do that. By the way, all that shit is cool, but that shit's overrated. Because, like, it's cool to say, hey, we want to bring you in. What you want to do? That's cool. That's a, that's a hell of a way to get somebody to sign. You know what that does, though? That gives you problems because there is no hierarchy of what's what. Everybody runs the asylum. You have to have some semblance of control. Now, when I say control, I don't mean you don't have to be as stringent as WWE is. I, that's, like, that's the outlier. But you got to have some hierarchy, right? Mm-hmm. You, have, you have to be able to control some semblance of the show. You know what I mean? Like, how many times have we come on these airwaves on any show and talked about how shitty the refereeing is or how much these guys aren't paying attention to the, the cues or they're missing spots and nobody's saying anything or all the, that's because you could do what you want, you know? Yep. So it's like, that's cool until you see the problems that it entails. Mm-hmm. And on a company that I did the numbers the other day, uh, AEW has almost if as many people, Signed to their one company, as a as Raw and SmackDown have together for two shows, for two shows. Mm-hmm. So like that's crazy. Um, yeah. Also, to your point about is the doors opening. Let's not forget, and this is not conjecture. This has been, this has been. Uh, the person has said this. This is true. Edge and Christian were touted. And 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 AEW tried to sign them, and that that's why Edge got that big deal before he came back to wrestle. Because out of respect to Vince, he said, "Vince, look, these guys are doing this. What you want to do?" Mm-hmm. And this was like, "Oh no, I got you." So same with Randy Orton. He he openly um, sport with with Tony Khan, looking to better his WWE deal, knowing full well that he wasn't going to leave. 
but it was a, a bargaining chip. Um, so, I mean, that that can only help the wrestlers that they, in fact they've got a, an alternative to go to. So, we've spoken about it from the AW's perspective. We spoke about it from Big Show's perspective. We spoke about it from WWE's perspective. And, you know, for all we know, maybe, maybe Big Show and Vince had a problem and he just wanted to go. We don't know. Let's speak about it from the worst perspective of them all, from ours, from, uh, from us, the fans. You have said it multiple times in the show. This is set Twitter ablaze. And you have the two camps. Of course, you have the camp of those who are firmly behind it because anything AW is good for me. You have the camp of people who are behind it because, oh, I can't believe Big Show would leave WWE. And then you have, I think, the there's a third camp who I, I think you, you fall in, which is, hey, man, whatever Big Show wants to do, I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. How do you think this move affects us as a fandom? It just stalks, it stalks the fire for me. I think it stalks the, the war fire. You've got uh, the WWE stands will be, oh, AEW taking, taking the cast-offs. Oh, WCW 2.0, um, basically AW in the dirt. You you love to see it, that kind of stuff. And then you're gonna have the AW stands who uh, we're taking uh, AW taking one of WWE's biggest stars, uh, a huge name for WWE uh, for AW. It's gonna make uh, waves for for the company. WWE in the dirt. You love to see it. It's not going to do anything to to kind of bring those fan bases together. If anything, it's gonna push them further apart. Uh, I want to read to you a tweet that my boy Carl from Outsider's Edge, my co-host, said. <laughs> that I, it's not a, I, it's not a troll. No, I I read a tweet of his earlier, and uh, he couldn't remember uh, the Kane versus Big Show versus Raven match from WrestleMania 17, even though he's watched it millions of times. Wow, wow! <laughs> How can he not remember that match when that's the first time you, I ever saw uh, someone get hit by a golf cart, and Raven almost shut the show down because yeah, he that's, that's exactly fell over the. I, that's exactly how I reminded him, and he said, "Yeah, I need point in a home." Um, but no, he responded to a. It's a quote tweet, and the tweet he quoted says, "So Big Show is with AEW, and now everyone is a fan of him." And I'm I'm gonna say his response only because this is I think the only right take to have of this. Carl responds, "If you weren't already a fan of show, you're doing it wrong." I love that response because that to me is what I want to say to the fans and what I want to leave this show with. Hot takes are gonna happen. Feelings are gonna feel how you feel because everybody has their own agenda, but ultimately. If we ultimately this should not make you any more or any less of a fan of the big show because ultimately he's just a guy trying to do his job and make the most money he can. You want to feel away about a company or not? That's completely your right. But this, if this is the reason you like big show all of a sudden, then you're the problem. Is you, if this makes you dislike big show all of a sudden, you're the problem should not make you feel any positive or, di- or negative difference about the man. It's always about the companies. And a man left one company to go to another because he had the leverage to do so to better his situation for his family and for his legacy. And whether I feel about it or how I feel about it or want to not, uh, or not, not whatever it is, hats off to Paul White. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I likened it to a, a conversation I was having uh, a few weeks ago uh, about uh, potential moves to and from AEW. Um, the way I look at it was, you would not give somebody grief if they chose to work for Walmart over Target. It wouldn't make the slightest bit of difference to your life. So why would you be a fan of somebody because they are working with one company and then if they move to another company, suddenly not be a fan of them? It doesn't matter. These people are trying to put food on their own tables. They're trying to uh, make better careers for themselves. Good on them. If that's what if that's what gets them uh, the the pay packet, absolutely good on them. And if you're only being a fan because they're in a certain company, you are a bad wrestling fan. Yeah. Well, this the big fish, Legato. <laughs> um. Hey. So look. Ultimately, we got an hour out of talking Paul White. <laughs> wow. It's. Um, we went Broadway. We, we went, went Broadway. Broadway. Paul, well, madness. We went Broadway. Um, so uh, Dynamite was last night. If you're listening to this, we clearly we recorded this before Dynamite, so we can't give you that hot take. You hear that, I'm sure. Chair Shad Radio tomorrow, Friday. Uh, I believe with Friday's Tony. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think okay. so. Um, you're, either Friday or Saturday. You're here, trust me. Um, Every podcast is going to be on about this. Every podcast. This is the biggest story in wrestling right now. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But, you know, let's see what happens. You heard it here first. You heard it here. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Greg DeMarco. Hey, my brother. Uh, Tell (laughs) me they can find you, my man. You can find me on Twitter at Paul White. And that's W I G A as W H I T E, the wrong spelling. I mean, ironic that when uh, we were talking about Jay White coming to uh, WWE, I spelled it pretty similar to Paul White's spelling, and and now it's come true. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is I don't. If you're not religious, then just think about it from a uh, from a, a, a a metaphysical point of view. This is why you got to be careful what you put in the ether, because I begged for. A month or so for Jay White to come, and God gave me Paul White. <laughs> Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> oh, wow. And on that, you can definitely follow me at DAJ Kirby, where I will have hot, ridiculous takes and mediocre content for your ears. Uh, at, I'm at Israel Cash, R E Y as in Mysterio, C A S H as in dollars. Check out Outsider's Edge. Check out uh, Bandwagon Nerds. Check out Three Man Weave. Check out Five b- b- Rounds. B- b- Badlands. B- b- Badlands. Badlands. And, and look. Get a, get a hey. lot of love off the chair shop, brethren. I'm blessed. 100%. 100%. But, and I want, uh, Badlands is, everybody knows Badlands is a Hall of Fame show. But I want to I sh- shout out you and your son, Carlos, because the UFC's been killing it recently. And like this, this, this past like there's five weeks of content or six weeks or so of ridiculous content. Shout out to my boy Black Beast from H Time. Uh, five rounds has been busy. Listen to that because they are killing it. And uh, and if you and if just for those of you listening, for you MMA fans, if you're a great striker or if you're a great wrestler, don't 
go shoot at a great striker. Don't do it. Don't Especially do it. Especially your head down. When you go head down, I mean, the, I mean, I know we're signing off, but that wind up for the uppercut was it was like a cartoon. You literally saw Derek <laughs> go full whack and then smack, and it was good night, good night. Razor and, blade was out. And like my boy, uh, my boy Black Beast put that boy to sleep. We're gonna put this podcast to sleep and remind you to always duck your head. Please.